Stephen Campbell, and I'm really excited today to be joined by two debut authors, GZ Rodriguez and DJ Vargas, who together have written a great new series called The Progeny Wars. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you so much for having us, Steve. Yeah, Steve, thank you so much. We're really happy to be joining you in this podcast, and uh, uh, we'll be looking forward to it. So, um, GZ, that's a little awkward to pronounce. So can I call you GAM? And I think that's short for Gamillo. Did, did I get that right? Uh, Gamalio. Gamalio. All right. I wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. <laughs> and we're going to go with Dan for uh, DJ. All right. Um, so, Dan, can you give us a little bit of uh, a flavor of the story that you guys have written? The first, the first book, the series is The Progeny Wars. The first book is Daughters of the watchers it's releasing on december 31st and uh, i've read the book i'm i'm super excited to see how this series does i really enjoyed it and uh, how, how would you describe it sure uh so it's a urban fantasy uh within the genre of urban fantasy and i would say it's a story about a 21 year old latina from the bronx uh who is an orphan raised by her grandmother uh who has no idea about her parentage and what her basically what her parents have uh kind of dropped into her lap so to speak the world that she has no idea about that's been going on behind the scenes that all of a sudden she's going to be thrust into and be smack dab in the middle of a war that's been going on for the longest time it's, itself so get Tell me how this story came to be, because I've talked to you guys a little bit before and you've got kind of a fascinating backstory for this particular story. So, Gam, do you want to pick up and tell? That yeah, story? you know, it, it, it came out, you know, I, it, it was an idea uh, that it, it just occurred to me. Now, I, I will say, uh, and to be frank with this, this is something that Dan and I have always talked about for years. Um, and, and then just one day it, it had this idea. It's like, you know, let me just start writing out these ideas. And, and I kind of wrote out the first, uh, first draft and I sent it over to Dan. I said, Dan, I, I need you to check this out. What do you think? And he says, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. Um, but we could do certain things here and there. We can add a certain characters. We can make it more interesting. And so Dan started giving, giving me his inputs little by little, his ideas, my inputs, just, it just flourished into this manuscript that we're releasing on the 31st. Um, it's something that we were, we were, we used to have so many discussions about it, private discussions. And all of a sudden now it's just flourished into this uh, three book series. Um, so, um, something that started as a small as a mustard seed, it just grown up to be <laughs> this huge, huge tree. So we're, we're really excited about it and how it came about. So I'm curious, you mentioned that Dan said, oh, we could add this character and we can add this. So you're actually, Dan, you're actually inserting characters into the story to, to <laughs> add a little life to things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, Gam basically came out with this, I mean, it was a full manuscript that, that, uh, the draft, like it wasn't just an idea. You know, he, he had like 100,000 words, you know, uh, uh, already done. And he sends it over to me. He's like, you know, can you uh, help me out with this? So I said, sure, no problem. So I read through it. I really like the concept. You know, like you said, it's stuff we've talked about. But I'm just like, you know, but it's, it's missing some things. And I think you could do some things here. 
And Gab was just like, yeah, have at it. So uh, I just started kind of yanking things out, putting stuff in, and just like going back and forth with him and doing all these changes. And then um, once the manuscript was done, you know, he, he sends me the final manuscript, or I look at the final copy of it, and he has his name and my name on it. And I'm like, what? Why is it? Why are both our names on there? He's like, well, dude, I mean, we're both authors now. I mean, you you've put as much work in, in, into this as I have, so we're 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 doing this together. So yeah, it's, it's been a great journey to do this together. I love that story. Now, so so Gam, what did you think when he started ripping things out of out of your story? Were you like, oh, that's a great idea, or were you like, oh, I really kind of like that? Scene. You know, I've I've always appreciated Dan's input. Um, he he's I, I would have to say he's a mastermind when it comes to this. You know, uh, our, our work together collaboratively is amazing. You know, either of us can come up with an idea and then we just expand on it. It says, okay, we could do this, but what if this also happens? And, and you know, it, that can happen with a character, even to a plot, uh, to the storyline. Um, so as he began to give me some ideas, you know, um, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, I said, yeah, that's the direction. Now, it isn't to say that there are times that we may, may have uh, some some back and forth on certain concepts and some of the characters of, well, we take it here, what does this mean? And this affects that. And we sometimes we just have to kind of go back to the drawing board. Let's, let's okay, let's revisit this again. Let's see how this is going to affect the overall story. Um, but one of the things that I really appreciate about Dan is, um, he says, well, let's look at this. Let's not look at the, the just the, the beginning of the story. Let's look at the end of the story. And so, I mean, this is a series that we, we're hoping that it does capture the attentions of many readers because we have so much to tell and we have the end already in mind. And so we're actually keeping the end as we write this story. And that actually had, has helped me as we write the story continue to develop that storyline. Um, and, and I think that was such a good insight. Um, I think for both of us, as we continue to write this story, how it's developing on the basis of what we're seeing at the end already. So a lot of writing teams, they, they meet up because they're both writers or, you know, one writer likes another writer's style and they say, Hey, let's, let's work together. I'm sensing that was not what that's not how you guys connected to do this. What's what's the story uh, of the collaboration team here? Uh, well, I mean, me and Gam have known each other since uh, what the early '90s. Uh, so when I was, I think I, I met Gam when I was about nine, and Gam's a few years older than me. So we've known each other most of our lives, um, and we've been really good friends for you know almost at that entire time. So. Uh, this really, like Gam said, this has been kind of like uh, the culmination of just a lot of conversations. Uh, we are huge fans of, of fiction and sci-fi. So we've always enjoyed good stories. So we, we always talked about this. Like, you know, what if we wrote a book? What if we did this? What kind of characters would we do? So it was just, it just kind of grew organically over just years and years and years of conversations where Gam just was the one who decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this. I'm going I'm I'm to, you know, put, a, put the money where, where our money where our mouth is and really get it, you know, just let's, let's do something. And yeah, so it, it kind of just grew out of it. It wasn't like a conscious decision, I guess I would say. It was just something that just grew organically. So, Gam, was this like a COVID thing? Like, uh, I don't have anything to do other than work and be with my family. So uh, in my spare time, since I can't go do anything, I'm going to write a book. 
Uh, well, you know, it, I, I, it, you know, it, you would think so, but no, this is actually a project in the making within four years, I think, Dan, right? I, when mm -hmm. I first sent you the first idea and concept oh. of it. So we've been working at this and, you know, uh, again, we're, we, we do have our full-time jobs. Um, so there were times that we were meeting even during our lunch period and just was like, all right, all right, let's, let's go over this manuscript. Let's see what we can do to make it better. Um, there were some late nights, early mornings for Dan, um, just to get this manuscript and put it together. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been in the working for quite a long time. Um, but I have to say we've enjoyed it every bit of it. it it's been very exciting. It's a, it's an awesome novel. I think it has so much to give, um, so much plot and twist, but I think it came out of just that passion that, that, uh, we both have, um, in the subject matter and also in just in, in just expanding this world you know we've always talked about uh movies and and certain sci-fi uh books and and just the opportunity now that we have to develop our own was just exciting enough so for us to kind of now come and, and together and put this out there it was it was so exciting to do so this is interesting so it, it was roughly a four-year process for the first manuscript and and for listeners out there we haven't told you yet what the release schedule is for this, but um, it's safe to say that books two and three have already been written, have already gone through the process. So how different was writing book two wh where you actually had deadlines and you, you saw you had a set amount of time to get these next two books finished versus, hey, I've got an idea and we're going to work on it. And there's no deadline for the four year first manuscript. How different was the second? It was actually really different. <laughs> so um, so and, and actually, so each of the books, we took a, almost a different approach at writing it. Uh, so the first book, like you said, we had all the time in the world. It was just kind of like this labor of love that we're just going through. And then we are, we're pitching it, hoping somebody would pick it up. You know, so it was just kind of like, you know, lackadaisical on our own pace. Um, but I think that one of the things that really helped us in that time is that we were able to do a lot of world building. Um, and, and not just what w went down on, you know, on the page, but even for ourselves. You know, there are, are, are things that are, are showing up in book books two and three, and even that haven't shown up until, well, potentially future books that we discussed as early as book one, mm. at least between ourselves. So we were, we, we were really committed to making sure that we created a robust world that we could then branch out and tell stories. So I think that we benefited from having that extra time in that first book. Then when we hit like the second book, we were kind of able to hit the ground running and we had more direction. Now it was a challenge because now we had a kind of canon set, you know? So now you can't just go and make stuff up as, you're, as you kind of go along. Now you have to go back and say, wait, 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 wait. We have to stay consistent. We have to make sure like we, we, you know, we already set this character's hair a certain color or we did this sort of thing. And, it, and then book three was even a bigger challenge because now you're going back and you're referencing two different books. So there were, there were parts where we had to rewrite because we we're like, oh no, this is inconsistent with book one. <laughs> so it was a bit of a challenge, but it was a lot of fun. And I think one of the interesting things is also navigating through what could be seen as plot holes, but we kind of navigated through ourselves to say, well, there could be a justification for this. There could be a reasoning why it didn't happen here, didn't happen on this sort of books. Um, where where I think that your creativity has to 
uh, high in itself so that you can work through those situations. And I think it worked out. Um, and, and I think we found ourselves in certain situations. It's like, no, this is just perfect. It looks like a plot hole, but it's not. Actually, it, it's it's enhancing the story and is actually seeing a different view. Um, especially with the third book, we actually visit stuff from book one that were kind of an open thread and it kind of elaborated the story more. And we, we were hoping, we were doing that purposely, not only just to close a thread, but also to create a, a little bit of hunger to say, wait, that actually happened in book one. Let me go revisit that. So yeah, we, there were some things that um, actually, yes, it was it was more challenging to write the other two books, but then at the same time, it made us more creative. So what's... You've gone through the publication process now. You have the first book hasn't been released into the world, so we, I can't ask you about that. But you've gone through the process, and that's a lot different than sitting down, talking amongst yourselves, and, and writing a book and reading it and going, "Oh, this is great," and giving it to Dan, and Dan says, "Yeah, this is great. We're awesome." And then you <laughs> then you give it to to someone else, and you start going through the process. So, was there anything about that process? that surprised you, delighted you, uh, upset you? Share, share that with, uh, with listeners and viewers, because I, I find this to be interesting. So the process was interesting for us. So, um, so we finished the first manuscript for, for what we considered finished, uh, I think two years ago, more or less. I mean, we continued to revise it. We continued to do little things, but we, we thought it was good enough that we could try to put it out there in the world. And then we tried. So we went and we uh, submitted it to every literary agent we could find, uh, all, all the publishers that would accept uh, independent authors to, to do submissions. We tried even like contests that there were uh, to help you, to help uh, new authors. And all we got was a bunch of no's, rejections, and the, or silence. Um, and we, we did that for about a year. And then uh, at the end, we were just like, you know what, maybe we're just gonna self-publish this thing and let's see what happens. And, you know, Gam just uh, tells me one day, listen, I just, I saw like this, this open call for some, for some manuscripts with this company. I know it's a bunch of letters. I can't remember all the letters. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's like, I'm going to try it again. I'm just like, "Eh, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. And he does it. And, you know, you guys give us a call back and we were super excited. And, you know, we, we got to meet with the team and they're like, you know, we have some feedback for you. We're like, great. Awesome. You know, we really want to hear this feedback. So we start reading through the finally after we get everything signed and we get the feedback, you know, from the from the beta readers. And I got to say, that first time I read through that feedback, I, I said, Cam, I, I think, are you sure? They, I think they made a mistake because this feedback sounds awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, do they really want us? Because it sounds like they're just tearing our book apart, man. <laughs> well, the, and if you recall, Dan, uh, the first thing that they that they critique was that that prologue doesn't make any sense let's begin right at the beginning um it just doesn't make any sense but how helpful it was because mm-hmm. it put things into perspective and you know I, I think you get so caught up and of course i, I think any author feels the same way you, you're biased towards your own material and, and you know um so it, it could make you a bit st- stubborn not to see beyond that right and so i think it it, it kind of gave us clarity it says you know you're, you're absolutely right um we've always questioned it but we kind of we were trying to push it along and it just wasn't working so there were things that it was 
so so informative is and um and that it kind of all right let's change it let's change it a bit then you know let's make it more exciting or let's change certain aspects of it and and i think that input was so vital so helpful um that as we wrote the the other two books um we kept those things in mind um uh, all right we we have to keep this consistent pattern you know um and and actually we we used it every time we were creating our outline and creating our story uh that input from that first book uh, helped us along and the next time you got feedback for the second book was that um easier to i, I i'll the first time I got feedback on a manuscript that I'd written, I felt like someone had just taken an arrow and shot it through me and it just, you know, <laughs> going all the way through and stuck in the wall behind me. That's what it felt like. Did it feel better with the second book? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, I think we kind of knew what to expect at that point. Uh, you know, that, that first one where you're, you know, you have a lot of imposter syndrome coming into stuff like this right you're, you're just like we're not really authors right we just wrote some stuff right you know so you're you're, having, you're, you're just like kind of like are we really meant for this it's like what's, what's going on here so you get that first feedback and you're and it kind of validates your imposter syndrome you're like no like i just feel like i want to quit but once you get past that you you, you work through it now you do it for the second manuscript you kind of know i'm gonna have mistakes i'm gonna have issues and i'm gonna work through them we're gonna fix them we're going to, we're going to, well, you know, fix what needs to be fixed and we'll keep it going. So I think it got easier. Um, and like Gam said, um, it, 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 we, we had a little less feedback on the next few books because we really took to heart that, that criticism and we, and we actually implemented it. We said, you know, okay, we don't want to make those mistakes again. So let's make sure that as we write the next books, we keep those things in mind. I, I liken almost everything to sports because I'm a big sports fan. And, you know, I, I've seen lots of situations where the big star quarterback is getting yelled at on the field by the coach. And it's just, it's the same thing. It's just, it's quieter and you're not on national TV when it happens. <laughs> you know, so, this is something I, I tell my kids, you know, um, I'll prefer to the best criticism is the criticism you get at home. Because it's almost like that love kind mm -hmm. of criticism. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing it for your benefit. Uh, once, once you step out that door, that you know, that criticism it, most of the time won't be loving. Um, and, and you know, and I saw in the the input in the in the information that we got back um, from the team was uh, was I I received it that way. Yes, it's painful. It's hurtful. Uh, you know, as you spent countless hours putting together this manuscript for someone just to kind of tear it down in, in a few days. Um, but then at the end, uh, you see it as benefit towards, towards how to improve this to, to be, to, for this uh, manuscript to be optimal. And, and I think that's the way we kind of saw it at the end, you know, prefer to get it from the house, from, from the team um, that to get it from the outside. And so um, it, it has definitely been such a, 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 a help, for us. And I, I personally think it's really strengthened the manuscript and, and really tightened up the story a lot. And uh, hopefully readers, readers will feel the same way. Right, one last question for both of you. Um, whenever you write a book, I mean, the first thing you want to accomplish is to sell a lot of copies and, and to be able to keep doing this because it's, it's kind of fun to be an author. Um, but is there anything else that you want to accomplish with, with this series beyond just, Hey, I want to sell a lot of books. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that that's one that's one of the things that really drove us, uh, me and Gam, to to really to write. Um, we wanted to tell a good story. There is value in telling a good story in and out of itself. I think that it is valuable, you know, in, in an objective sense to put this out into the world. But more than just that, we wanted to, the themes that kind of carry our story is something that we really wanted to get out there. And, and one of the major themes uh, that we really address in, in this, especially in this, I think throughout the whole trilogy, is this theme of power and how power can both be used in a good way and it can be used in a bad or toxic way. Um, and, and you'll see it kind of uh, exemplified through different people and different groups in different ways. And, and one of the things we tried to do was show how power can, how power can be used in a toxic way, even from people who are considered good. Mm. And how sometimes uh, uh, those, that those good intentioned people can often use it in the worst ways, even worse than your villains. Um, so uh, you, something that we really try to weave into the narrative, hopefully without uh, you know, being too ham-fisted or beating uh, our readers over the head with it. Uh, but I, I think it was something that was important to us that we thought that we really wanted to convey and uh, maybe start a conversation. Maybe people can look at that and start a conversation about how all of us wield power or, or, we, or we see power wielded around us and how we can do better. That's great. And I have to say, one of the one of the hardest things for a beginning author is to weave a theme into a story. It's, it's one thing to tell a story. That's hard enough to tell a great story. But to weave a theme into it as well really adds a lot, really adds a lot of richness. And it really comes through in the book. That's awesome. great. You know, and that's one of the things that, you know, we explore different concepts of powers. And sometimes what, you know, what what really is true power sometimes is really diminished you know um you know we focus in that also from 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 the characters and who we're dealing with you know we really wanted to portray that sometimes uh um you know the the, the weakness the, the things that we look at as weaknesses in this world are are sometimes pushed aside so we we kind of said well what if those things are actually the ones that are saving the world and, you know, and we kind of went with that direction as well, you know, that um, we wanted to display that there are various types of power that sometimes we don't focus on in life and actually that are helping us on a day-to-day -day life, right? And so we, we, we also wanted to portray that with our protagonists and some other characters, um, you know, to demonstrate that, that you know, uh, uh, this very awesomeness of power without being considered power or what we will call mm -hmm. power and so um you know we had those ideas we hope that it will it, it will touch our readers um and they will enjoy it. and at the end as dan said we really would love to create a conversations and 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 a fan base that would say you know we want to hear more about that that's fantastic. And we are we're thrilled to be involved with you guys in this process. Uh, we, we cannot wait to see what what happens with this book and what you guys do with this series. Uh, it's super exciting for us at LMBPN. And we're glad to have you as part of the family. Any any closing words? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we would love your support to any readers who are listening. Uh, please, you know, uh, buy the book. If you enjoy it, you like it, share it with your friends, leave us some reviews. Um, and hopefully, uh, we'll be, uh, talking again, you know, uh, at some point in the future when we are releasing the next trilogy in the series. Yeah. 
my, my sentiments exactly. We're very excited. We believe in this manuscript. Um, Danny, Dan and I um, were not just the authors, but we were the first readers. And so we've enjoyed it, um, every bit of it. And so we hope that our readers will enjoy it as much as we did. Again, the series is The Progeny Wars. The first book is Daughters of the Watchers. We talked about the release schedule. And if you know anything about LMBPN, you know the books come pretty quickly. Book one comes on December 31st. Book two is coming your way on January 16th. And book three is coming on January 31st. So these guys have got five years essentially worth of work into these three books. And they're going to be releasing over the course of a month. So... uh, (laughs) (laughs) the pressure is on hope you guys enjoy the books thank you so much for listening thank you for considering adding these books to your library and uh, we'll be back with you again 